everybody, welcome to GameSpot After Dark, episode 183. I am your host, returning from their week off, John Luke Seipke. We got an excellent show for you today. We're talking about Octopath Traveler 2. We're talking about Sons of the Forest. We're talking about the RE4 demo that just dropped uh, 30 minutes before we started recording. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm also going to ramble about Destiny Lightfall until everyone tells me to stop talking. Uh, stop. Uh, yeah. Okay, stop, that's it. That's it. Right yeah, there. that's it. That's all the Shit. destiny you get. Damn, I had a little more to say, but uh, I guess you know that's that's out on that. <laughs> uh, joining me this week, Jacob Decker. Nothing hits like these stale Coors Light beers. <laughs> I think they expired <laughs> like three months ago now. Yeah, no, I think them them should say uh, 2022 on them. Dude, that's uh, that's flavor. This one's January 2023. <laughs> Oof. This one because I got two. You know, you gotta you got a double you fist. Got a though. double fist before you get. This is December 1922. That can't be right. <laughs> 1922. 1922. December 1922. Whoa, we got a we got a like a vintage. Do you see that? Am I December 19th 2000? That probably means stupid ass. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Come on, I'm trying prohibition to prohibition era oh, yeah. coolers light. Whoa, <laughs> I, that probably would have killed me before the end yeah, of the podcast. We're also joined by uh, the lovely Michael Hyam. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what time it is. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm the, my, what, six? Six in a row? Six, yeah. Pete? When do we stop Shit. counting? I don't know. That's up to y'all, <laughs> man. I'm still, I'm still counting them up. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. What is it, like 10 and we, we get you a free... Uh, I got a free t-shirt. Free t-shirt. Yeah, Yay. there you go. Yeah, I'm sure we got some, uh, some t-shirts and a box line around somewhere. Yes. We have some of those old uh, Play For All skateboards. You want one of those? Uh, oh, yeah. shit. I took one of those. Yeah. Hook me up once I, once I make it a 10. Give me a plaque like that, that million subscribers oh, YouTube shit. Yeah, yeah that yeah, one over there. there. Yeah. yeah you have it? to pay for those, you know? Like when you hit that, you, they don't just send them to you. You have to like, it's like 200 bucks. Just t- shit. T- take it out of my earnings. <laughs> At least I think. Yes. No, I'm pretty sure you have yeah. to, you have to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, and it's just us. It's just the three of us. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jordan, Jordan's out for the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy and uh, Tam are busy. I've heard that assignments. before. I've no. heard that many a time. Every week. That's what Every I hear. Week. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the, the, their loss is my gain. <laughs> All right. Where should we start? Why don't we start with, uh, should you just start with Resident Evil 4? So the hottest, the hot... freshest news. Ooh, yeah. yeah, so they, they just uh, did the Capcom Direct, um, which, or Capcom Showcase, Capcom Spotlight? Spotlight. Spotlight. Yeah. Uh, you know where they were spotlighting? A lot of slideshows. A lot of DLC <laughs> yeah. and pre-order bonuses for Exo Primal. <laughs> Dude, they showed the uh, Battle Pass at least three times, which is three yeah. times too many to be showing. Yeah. That shit was hella funny. I, I roasted the Sony showcase a couple weeks ago, so I feel like I need to, yeah. on the record, say that this was pretty bad, too. <laughs> like, I enjoyed what they showed for the most part, but good lord, that needed some trimming. Oh, man. I mean, I'm excited for every game they showed, but Same. to be honest, I don't think they actually really, like, showed anything, like, new in a way that got me, like, more excited. Like, right. Also, I'm tired of hearing about Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's it's like it's cool that like they're updating that game for those who you know love it. But it's a little like, yeah, I'm good. Like we know, Been we know about we know it for yeah. like three yeah. years now. I pl- I've played, the, a, I've played it. The people who care are probably gonna be like on top of that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They they said they're gonna have like a separate direct just for that. Yeah, and I'm like, that's the place for that. Like have it, give it its own thing. Yeah, they just needed something to fill out the fill out the time because they wanted to hit you with the boom. So here's some so here's some more RE4 and the uh, boom demo. Boom demo. Yeah. So uh immediately downloaded the demo, checked it out. 
it's pretty much the entire uh, opening to the game. It maybe it skips like a little bit of cutscenes. It seems like because it has like that little like brief intro where like Leon's explaining what's going on, and then it just cuts to him uh, so in the you, forest. So you don't see the, the two guys in the car. Yeah, the no. yeah, the, the two guys, the two cops. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it cuts to him looking for them. Um, it's pretty much exactly what Kurt played. It seems like uh, way back in the day that preview. Um, kind of goes up from the beginning all the way until. The, the bell uh, rings. Yeah, the, the bell rings in the village with the chainsaw fight. Uh, it's good. It's real good, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, it it's kind of what you expect. Where it's like it plays like uh, it takes those like RE two three kind of style controls, but then like implants like four on it, and uh, I, I roundhouse kicked some some Ganados, and ooh, that felt real satisfying. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't, I don't really, I, to be honest, I don't know what I have to say about it that, like, isn't already, like, out there. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just like, yeah, like, uh, that was pretty good, you yeah. know? Yeah, I feel like we, we've seen we've seen that part yeah, that, many that, times. That part is a known quantity, right? Yeah. Um, Not only have we seen that, but it is pretty faithful, right? It's pretty faithful. So, uh, it's. I mean, the thing that kind of stands out about it is it's much more creepy, right? Like, it starts mm, at nighttime, yeah. and it, it, there's a... Um, like you can tell they're they're trying to like take some of the RE2 influence and kind of put it back into into four so it's not just full on action but it's still obviously like the gameplay feels pretty faithful yeah. I would say to to how four plays uh I wonder if it'll maintain that creepiness <laughs> a little more throughout it cuz I was I, I revisited the opening of Resident mm. Evil 4 a couple nights ago and that game is still kind of creepy like it is like in its own way like I think the setting is really good that sort of fall uh, dead tree style yeah. forest. like, mm-hmm. And it's kind of unsettling and the sound effects, the music, there's like a low hum through pretty much everything yeah. mm-hmm. that makes that game creepy, but it wasn't creepy in a horror sense, I that suppose. Shit, right. uh, that shit was goofy, man. I, I replayed RE4 uh, recently, actually, and like, that game is funny. Like, it's just yeah. silly. Yeah, yeah. That, that game like, has like, a weird tonal like whiplash where it's like one second it's trying to be tense and creepy and the next second it's just like dumb Leon, as fuck. <laughs> Leon, yeah. like backflips, backflips yeah. on out, out of here. Looks back, <laughs> says, ha eat my ass. Which I love. I and, and like, I genuinely think it like can pull that off, that like tonal switch in that game. Like at no point when I'm playing that game do I, do I feel like, like, oh, that's like, oh, that didn't really work. Like it, it to me, yeah. it's just the whole time. <laughs> like it, yeah. it sells it every time. It whatever tone it wants to be, I'm like I'm there for it. Yeah. And at least so far in the demo, it, I feel like it's kind of getting that a little bit too. I mean, Leon, he was he was throwing some dumb one liners. Uh, you shoot the um, I shot like a, a fire lantern that fell on a cow, yeah. and he said, uh, "What he say? He said, um, he said, bill me for that one later. Yeah, bill me for that one later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get on out of here. Bill me later.'" And then uh, he he says the bingo line at the end too, which yeah, is pretty like, good. Where the fuck did everyone go? Bingo? <laughs> 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 like what? Uh, maybe the question to ask because you mentioned this earlier is like where does Capcom go after this in terms of like are yeah. they gonna remake five and six? Are they going to? Like redo five and six? Are they? Michael said, "Code Veronica." Code Veronica. Yeah. Come on now. Which I would like because I think I've, I've you and me have never played that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think Code Veronica is the one that deserves it the most. But it's interesting. I mean, granted, like Capcom's not going to say anything definitive. But every time people ask, they're always like, "Code Veronica, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like, y'all like that shit?" <laughs> Man, Code, I was saying earlier, Code Veronica is my favorite uh, of the classic. Are uh, classic style Resident Evils like one, two, three, Code Veronica. Also, because like 
that was like one of the first or one of the only Dreamcast games I got to play. Mm. So I have fond memories of it. It's got dumb shit in it too. And I've been sure. playing it in uh, some illicit Steve. ways. Yeah. Fucking Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. But yeah, Code Veronica is super interesting. I want, I want to see I want to see that because yeah. I, I'm sure most you ask most people, they, they'd rather see that than uh, five and six. Yeah, I mean, five is a game that I really liked back in the day. I don't think it holds up very well. Like, it's got some moments that hold up mechanically, but I think a lot of it doesn't, both yeah. tonally and mechanically. Maybe maybe they could just like, oh, we're going to remake five. We're going to like completely remake I it. I think five, it would require a much more dramatic remake. And six, I think just from top to bottom, six is, I don't like six. I know people defend six. I respect that. Ain't me. I can't. I can't get behind six pretty much in any way, shape, or form. People like say a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, so I don't even know what you would do with it with a six if you wanted to remake that. So I don't know. It feels like we're approaching like the end of an era, which is like approaching, pre- approaching the limit. Yeah. Like oh, Capcom's running out of Resident Evils to remake. <laughs> <laughs> they oh. should. They should remake one, but do it in the style oh. of two. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. It's a fuck the third I mean, third version of it. Uh, that would be cool. We don't. Fuck y'all, I like the GameCube version of Resident oh, Evil. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, top 10, like, perfect game. Mm-hmm. I didn't like playing it, but in retrospect, I really liked that. Because I played it super late. I played it during the pandemic. Uh, I, and, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. And I, and I, I, I kind of did myself in by streaming it. And I hate streaming any puzzles because I just feel like a fucking idiot. Mm. Yeah, people blowing up your chat and be yeah, like, like, come, come on, are you stupid? And it's like, all right. <laughs> and I think, like, when I was on one of the harder puzzles front of the show mary raided me so i had like i had like four people oh, no. like no. 10 people watching and then i had 250 people telling me how to do this and i was like get out please don't do this <laughs> um but yeah i think i would like to see code veronica just because i want to play that game <laughs> how we feel about zero maybe oh yeah miss mm. zero I miss yeah. I miss Rebecca Chambers. I like Rebecca Chambers. It was a Billy Billy uh, Madison. Billy Zane. Billy 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 Bob Billy West. Thornton. Yeah, I don't know. Or uh, a fucking guy. Or yeah, maybe, that, that game's like half good. It's 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 sure, all right. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I mean, it could the, be better. There's a lot that they could rework to make it just like a better thing. Because yeah. I think they did Rebecca dirty. I love the I love the train setting of the first half of it's the cool, game. Yeah. It's cool. It's maybe take another stab at three. Jesus Christ. <sighs> I mean, I'm just sending this in wild directions. You're you're not wrong. <laughs> they could, they could uh, take that one back to the drawing board. Come on yeah, now. Yeah. Well, that's what's up. That's what's up with that. that evil. It feels like yeah. you know it's kind of a known quantity. Like exactly. We've, we played every. We've had Resident Evil, a version of Resident Evil for like every generation. Y'all mm-hmm. can play this shit on y'all fridges, like the yeah. original one on your fridges yeah. or something. Uh, like the, I think it's the only game that's been released more than Skyrim has. Uh, Resident um, Evil Four, be- yeah, probably. yeah, because it has it only has it has one extra generation on that game. So what what versions do you guys have of Resident Evil Four? Let's let's lay it all okay. out. Like what's I have the original GameCube, the GameCube exclusive version. Okay, Ooh, <laughs> yeah, with when the game back yeah. like when the game was an exclusive. Yeah, I had that. Uh, I have that. I have uh, the PC version, the the ultimate version, not the OG PC version, which is hot yeah. trash. Um, okay, I have it on Switch. And I have it on PS4. I also had it on Xbox 360. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all the versions I own. I had it on GameCube. I don't have it anymore on GameCube, um, but I still paid for it, so might as well count that. Uh, GameCube, Switch, PS4, Xbox. Uh, 
Yeah, that's it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And PC, I have it on PC, so it's five. Yeah, five as well. Didn't have Wii, which I got Wii. Oh, PS2. Oh, I do have the Wii version, what actually. The PS2 which, version? genuinely, one of the better versions of that game. Yeah, because yeah. you use the most, most yeah, controls. Yeah, it's real good. And at the time, it's like, I don't, oh, it was I don't think there was, was there a dual stick version of the game when <laughs> when it came to Wii? No. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. So. No, it, that, that version's uh, genuinely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I got the I have a switch and PC version right now. I had the GameCube and I had the Wii version, but that's it. Mm. You know what I'm saying I'm not shilling. I'm not shilling for Capcom out here like y'all. Yeah, I'm not capping for Capcom. One thing I will say is that I bought that Xbox version on 360 back in the day mm-hmm. and somehow it is just it, it just updated. I still have it like <laughs> still it, download it, automatic it, updates. Yeah, it, well, it's <laughs> not like, you know, with the 360 logo at some point, I guess they were like, oh, yeah, we made a. It's that smart delivery with oh, yeah, man. Xbox one and then Xbox series X or whatever. I, I don't know if they've actually done that, but I was surprised it was still there and it didn't look like that old, <laughs> that old ass 360 yeah. logo on the side. Your, like, your Xbox right. version of the game I is growing up for it once, but I think, yeah, it, yeah, it's, you know, it's a lot of copies. Of this it's your game. baby. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Resident Evil four, man. Hey, yeah, man. We're going to have a lot more to say about that in the coming weeks. Cause that game is coming out very real soon. soon. A couple weeks. Very, very excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's shaping up to be pretty good. Um, moving on, let's see. Uh, Octopath Traveler Two. Yes, sir. Let's go. Tell me about it. Uh, so I, we we talked a little bit about it in previous episodes. I don't know if it was it wasn't last. It was the week before that when we was all in person. And I tried out the demo. I was watching the homie Eric Van Allen play and watching his progress and the way in which he kind of started digging deeper into that game kind of explaining to us when we're like hanging out on discord and i'm like wow okay this is this game is really speaking my language um i played the demo on pc and was like okay cool i picked i picked like a, i forgot who i picked i think it was like oswald or something one of the characters and i was like okay this is cool and interesting but I, it didn't grab me in in any particular way if and i said before that it just felt like another octopath um so but this time i tr- started playing it on switch and i picked a different character picked hikari uh, and because i was told that this that uh he was one of the better characters to start with and then from there i was like oh shit this game's got something going mm. on and it and the 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 characters i picked up so far along the way have shown that octopath traveler 2 is taking care of a lot of the things that i didn't necessarily like about octopath traveler 1 so just more interesting characters with a little bit more personality so i picked up uh, hikari who has and i was telling jake earlier that if you want if you're looking for a starting character definitely pick him because his intro story fits so well as an introduction to the rest of the game like other people they have interesting cool stories um about where they're from, about their struggle or whatever. But but Hikari's feels like there's very high stakes. So when you play it, like shit goes down in there. And it it makes sense that this character who's exiled from his hometown has to go out and find people to rally with mm. to take back his hometown. So like in that context, I know that's not like canonically how this because you can choose whoever you want to start mm-hmm. with, but having started with him it's like oh wow I, I think this provides like a really interesting context for the rest of the game yeah uh, so it's like oh okay now I'm gonna go around the world uh, hit up people who are in similar struggles or whatever see their stories and then build them up of course I'm, I'm still super early on but I think it's made a much stronger impression than my first try with the game and definitely more so than the first game so 
Uh, and uh, it's got its hooks in me because I'm I'm a J, I'm a J, I'm an RPG sicko, and I yeah, love. There you to, go. Watch hey, yourself. Uh, hey, yep, Watch yep, yourself. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Listen, I'm learning. Listen, God's working on all of us. <laughs> I looked Listen. at some of my old reviews. Control F JRPG, and I was like, Oh God. Oh no. I was part of the problem. Yeah, we're part of the problem. Oh man, you know, I was kicking it with Naoki Yoshida not too long ago, and he took me aside, put his hand on my my shoulder, said, Listen, brother, can't be saying that shit no more. And I'm like, Oh fuck, yeah, you're probably right, man. Um, it's funny. I had that conversation with Peter Brown like five years ago when he would like he, yeah, uh, at GameSpot, he used to make sure or he used to edit that stuff out of reviews. Yeah. Um, oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember it was a pet peeve of him when people would say JRPG too much. He's like, it's yeah. not a JRPG. It's a it's an RPG. Like, Damn, look at that allyship right there. I know, the yeah, OG ally. Before. And it was weird because that always <laughs> stuck with me. But like, I feel like a lot of the games I've reviewed at GameSpot are like, ve- lean very heavily into what you would and, yeah, exactly what you would, uh, into uh, like a quote-unquote jrpg like i've reviewed pokemon and like i don't call that like that is not, that is not a jrpg but then i also reviewed some. tales of symphonia which is like Fall, kind of, yeah falls into like has certain qualities it, it falls into that but yeah but that one i said jrpg a lot and i'm like fuck i should have been listening yeah, to should've. peter peter told me all those years ago yeah. but i was like you know what i should i think i can get away with it and then right <laughs> after yeah the ghost of peter brown still yeah. haunts us to this day <laughs> i mean there's, there's a lot there's a lot of habits that i picked up from peter that i still uh, yeah. carry with me so yeah mixed um, bag that's one i never oh yeah never that. put that in my writing out of here um yeah that's uh old uh old uh old teacher that showed us the ways uh, so yeah. have have you recruited all the characters? You no. said you just started. So you're what, yeah. how many characters have you I have recruited? Four. Four? I have four. Okay. So I'm still pretty early on, probably like about uh, seven to eight hours in. Uh, but like I said, it's made a very strong impression. So what I did was I did Hikari. I went to pick up Casty. So this is pro tips. If y'all are interested in Octopath Travel 2, this is the route I went. And I love it. So I went Casty. Casty is. Sorry, question. You yes. can. Because in the first one, wasn't it like whoever you picked, you had to go in a clockwise order? To oh, like, did you? I don't remember. I don't remember. But I thought there was I some think it sort was, of order. So, so yeah. in this, you can just pick, right? You you can go. You can kind of go wherever. Okay. Um, yeah. You you'll you'll go into the towns where those characters are like posted up at, but you don't have to initiate the conversation with them. Okay. That you can just walk past them and yeah, go walk to the right, next yeah, one. Okay. You walk right past them. Um, I don't think there's any, uh, like. Because they they the game gates you by the leveling like the different zones have level recommendations which is like yo you're gonna fight level twenty enemies here and mm-hmm. if you're not level twenty you go you gonna get your ass whooped uh, so that's how they kind of keep you at bay but I don't think there's any uh, like if you want to go to the northernmost town or whatever I think there's a path uh, to get there without having to deal with that um, but for uh, but for me like uh, there's like in the, the the western side of the map is where I think all the interesting well they're all interesting in their own way I think but the ones that I was most interested in are all concentrated in that area so I picked up Casty who's a an apothecary and the interesting thing about her is that her she can mix uh, ingredients to do different spells mm-hmm. uh, so she's like really flexible and really cool she could be a healer she can lay on huge damage and then I picked up Ochet who's a cat girl and she's like. Yo, I, I tweeted this out. I was like, yo, Square Enix, I know for a fact that Square Enix held a meeting and said, yo, all right, here's uh, the profile of the illustrious Michael Hyam right here, and we're going to create a character exactly for him. Uh, it's basically, so if y'all play Final Fantasy XIV, she's basically uh, Ishtola. She's um, she's a brown cat girl, uh, but she's also Chie because she has a bubbly attitude and loves meat. And she wants to be a Hell cop. Hell yeah. 
Maybe she does. Maybe she does. Here's a well, damn. Really, really pressing my buttons Ooh, here. Yeah. Open you up know, some old wounds. I just like to call it, call it as, as it is. Yeah, look at look at Jake here being an ally. That ain't canon. Look, we yeah. all know that. Well, it's kind of kind of is canon. Yeah, but you know, yeah, like she changes her mind. Like five, like the credits roll, and then five minutes later, she's like, actually, nah, just yeah. It's like actually, that's a bad idea. Um, so yeah, I, I picked up Ochet. She's she's really cool. I like her, like her story as uh, she's kind of. It's like kind of this parallel between natives of a of an island and then humans uh, are like basically trying to colonize this island or whatever. And her village, her and her village kind of push back on it. So it's an interesting story there. I like her character and I picked up Particio. Particio is my motherfucking boy. So he's a merchant. Uh, he's, he's the merchant class who uh, also really pushes back on the idea of capitalism. So every time... Let's go. Yeah, because... So this is... Comrade? <laughs> yeah. No, real talk. Uh, like, he he pushes a lot of, like, uh, a lot of... I mean, not explicitly, but he always pushes back against uh, capitalism in a way that... So the Octopath Travel 2 kind of takes place in, like, a turn of a century kind of thing. So there's a lot of industrialization in that lore and mm -hmm. that story. And then, so there's a lot of characters uh, who try to... Um, take advantage of that and they want money they're trying to uh, like exploit people and build business and he's like kind of a character that pushes back on that and he has like a really cool voice he has like a like an old-timey western uh, or a southern uh, draw to him and he's just like a really goofy character so that that's that's the four i went with so far and i'm really really enjoying it octopath traveler 2 is where it's at man i told you before this <laughs> before we started recording where i was like i really want to play this game I just don't want to buy it because I've been yeah. buying a bunch of 3DS games before the shop closes because yeah. I'm because I'm that guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but after hearing you talk about it, man, I think I'm gonna get it when I get home. Yeah, I'm it's, a cave. It's, it's cool. I had a similar situation with you. I think we I talked about this a couple weeks ago where I played the demo and I enjoyed it, but it didn't really have its hooks into me. But I think it sounds like if I follow your path or at least choose the same yeah. starting character, I think I'd probably get a lot more into it which is kind of what I need. Cause like when I played, I forgot, I chose the thief and I was like, this is good. Yeah. yeah. Like I was enjoying it. I enjoy the combat a lot. I enjoy the art style, but I just, it didn't hook me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely give it, give it a shot. See if, see if that does it better. Cause like, I love the combat system. I started to like the latent power stuff. I didn't really think much of. It's just like, Oh, here's a limit break thing. Um, but I think the characters I picked up do have more interesting latent powers. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Uh, I like I like the the puzzly aspect of that turn based combat system. Octopath Traveler two, baby, that's where it's at. Yeah, I've been, been playing. I, I I've also dropped a lot of money on or no, I didn't. I well, no, I so I rebought Bayonetta one on Switch so I could play it on Switch. Oh, I already yeah. had two and three mm -hmm. on Switch, and I basically in the past week I blasted through all three Bayonetta games. Ooh, Bayonetta one is so. Yeah, Bayonetta one, man. I've 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 finished finished one again, and man, that ending is so fucking cool. Oh, one's got the best ending by far. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh man, I yeah, I love I love Bayonetta because I as I as I mentioned in a previous episode, I've been playing uh, Cerise and the Lost Demon Bayonetta Origins mm -hmm. uh, for coverage, which uh, you'll see very soon, and I'll have a lot more to say about that at a later point. But it made me want to go back and replay all three Bayonettas and like. Two, two, sick. Three. Oh, yeah. I think have, the, we, have we ever talked about three with you? Like, what your no, thoughts on three? What do you no. think of three? It's it's tough because there there's so many aspects I really like about three. Um, I think the like the the way they refine the combat system, the the way it looks, 
is cool. I like how it's it's just darker. It's not. It's weird because I want I the whole thing about Bayonetta is just being ridiculous, cartoony, over the top uh, sort of deal. But then when you go yeah. to you go to three and everything feels a little bit darker. Um, I feel like the story is a little bit darker. It takes itself a little bit more seriously. Yeah, I agree. Um, especially coming fresh off of one and two, it's very apparent. Yeah. Um, I like the dynamics they intro uh, introduce, but the whole multiverse stuff is. I feel like it's a little too much for me and I they don't necessarily because they introduce it and they just like thrust you into it and like if you're going to do that sort of thing I feel like there needs to be more room to breathe with that sort of thing but yeah. like if one Bayonetta game is not enough to build towards that thing I don't think and I mean you kind of get the idea of it like through the records of time and if you dig into the lore of Bayonetta and the previous games it kind of it, it does it kind of makes sense but jumping in three where rodan or uh, rodan is just like yeah and here's here's all the multiverses it's, it doesn't feel focused yeah in the same way yeah. I, I, are. yeah i like the idea of viola uh oh but, sure um i feel like three does just the character bayonetta i think just does her dirty i i agree i think it does her dirty and i actually uh don't like the gameplay as much in three like i, I think the core like when you're playing as bayonetta it's like good but um yeah my biggest issue it's it's the the environmental design it's the because it has to be like really big to account for like the demon attacks yeah stuff. that's right uh-huh. and because of that a lot of the environments are these just very big empty spaces yeah rather than like combat arenas you step into yeah so i feel like it's it's like part where you're playing just as bayonetta with her weapons still feels really good but it feels like the game is trying to like also get you to do this other stuff that's like not quite as good or interesting. Yeah, and they don't necessarily mix all that well. Exactly. It feels like it's taking away, it ends up taking away from the the parts of Bayonetta that I think are good. Um, and then, yeah, I, I found some of the skill tree stuff to be like kind of more annoying in, yeah. in this one. And yeah, anyway. I don't, yeah, um, I, don't, I don't necessarily like the... I think it's fine and it's it's a cool addition with like summoning the demons and or the demons. It's a cool like, idea something. and it looks great, especially that first uh, mission. Yeah, uh, you're like wow, like the spectacle of it is is neat. Yeah, but like just like playing through that game again, it and I, and I don't say like it, it something feels off as in like oh it's a bad game. It's just like you can tell that something is different about this one. Yeah, totally. Um, that was probably my most disappointing game in last year sure um, yeah, and, and, and again I, I it's like it's, good. Not a, it's not a bad game it's not like oh this yeah. game sucks it's just more like i think it's not it wasn't what i was looking for yeah yeah and like i mean games have room to like change things and be sure. different or whatever it's just that the things that matter most about bayonetta felt like they were pushed aside yeah in this one like mm-hmm. when she goes into uh like her dance and like has like the the big megaton like smash the button to do mm-hmm. this wild finishing attack on a boss it's always undermined by something else like in those cutscenes like oh she's going to do her thing she's going to dance there's going to be music playing it's going to be super cool she's going to be like naked and only covered by her hair which is like a really cool and empowering thing and that's what makes Bayonetta so like one of the many things that makes her very special um, but in three it just feels like okay we're going to do this because we that's this is that series but we're really trying to do something else so we're going to like undermine that by like oh she actually doesn't defeat the boss or something else happens in the uh, in the environment um so yeah i know i enjoyed it but um uh yeah bayonet origins though uh i think it will be for folks not disappointing is what i'll say cool yeah uh sons of the forest 
Jake. Yeah, we've been playing a lot of this. We we beat it. We beat it. Technically, oh, kind of. No way. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think there's more events that we can and more like story we could probably find. Yeah, and the game's in early access, so I think they're going to keep adding more yeah. and updating. So I'm definitely looking forward to going back to it. Over but time. we we saw credits, I guess, or we saw we the did. final cutscene. Uh, we did. Wow. I I really like this game. Mm -hmm. I think. So for those who don't know, Sons of the Forest is a sequel to The Forest, which is a one of the early Steam survival games, I yep. would say. Uh, Sons of the Forest is very similar in that it takes that like realistic approach to survival games and adds horror to it. Um, it looks really good. It looks fantastic. Like yeah. I love chopping down the trees, the way the lighting goes through. The forest itself looks amazing too. Like mm -hmm. the tree density, the 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 bushes, like um, the the only thing that looks a little corny is seeing the other characters move around and oh yeah yeah it looks, looks looks kind of dumb but it also like kind of funny and yeah it it, it <laughs> adds some yeah so, some laughs to it um but I really like this game it definitely feels like it's missing a lot of stuff that the forest had and I'm happy they ended up deciding to release it in early access because now there's like confirmation that's like okay they're gonna be adding. A lot of stuff to this game sure. over the next couple months. I'm still a little disappointed that they just didn't, you know, release it in 1.0 right away with all of those features and those things. But at least, like, we know that we know there's, there, there's going to be more, and they're going to be building on yeah, it. Yeah, they, they put a they put a roadmap out. Uh, not officially. They said it would take like, like in on the Steam page, they said it, they imagine it would take six to eight months. I imagine it's going to take longer than that sure. because I think there is, I, I think. Now that fans have this game and fans have like said the things that they want, like for instance, a log sled, which is something they cut because would they, you say a log sled? A log sled. Oh, so log sled. in the okay. forest, you could chop down trees and throw them on a sled and then carry the sled, okay, but it was yeah. really buggy. Um, so that's why they initially removed it from Sons of the Forest, but the community wanted it. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people have brought it up, so it sounds like that's something they are going to add. But I imagine, like, basically, I imagine. Now that it's in early access and now people are like, okay, this is what we want. That's what we want. It's probably going to take longer than six to eight yeah. months. Yeah. Imagine it'll help them prioritize certain things totally. too, but sure. that sounds, sounds like mm. a tall task. Yeah. yeah. The main menu does have a little thing at the top that says like it days, two, updates. days oh. two next update, which is yeah. kind of nice. So you're like, Ooh, what, what are we going to get? You know? Yeah. Each day. Um, uh, but overall, I enjoy it. I think it's a really solid foundation. Um, it's really ambitious, I would it, say. It is ambitious. The building is great, too. I the love the building. Building is super cool. Like, they took the idea of the building in the first game and, like, made it a lot more uh, freeform. So, in the first game, you would basically, like, pull up your survival guide and you would pick, like, oh, I want to build, like, a log a wall cabin. There. A wall yeah, there. Yeah, wall there, base there. And you would, like, place it down and then you could just take logs and you would kind of, like, you know, click on it and it would like yeah. add it and, and build like it. feed resources to it. Essentially. Exactly. This game still technically does have that. There are some prebuilt stuff, but you can also just kind of do it manually. And that's like the preferred way to do it. Cause you can basically build whatever you want. And it is pretty wild. Like how, how crazy you can get. There's still some things that I wish you could do with it yeah. that like, you know, for example, like corner stuff. I wish you could like kind of chop things to the side. Yeah. Uh, but like, you have to uh, when you when you cut down a log, if you want to um, uh, build like a floor, you have to cut like half logs and you have to actually go up to the log and like manually like cut it in half 
Uh, or like if your character uh, goes up to like place it down, they'll have like an extra animation of them like cutting in half to do it. So they're really trying to go for this sort of like added, almost like Red Dead style, just like realism yeah. to it, where like it it really feels like you have to you're putting in the work to yeah. build this like, uh, to build this log cabin for your buddies. <laughs> every, every you place almost every log like physically, like you pick it up and. Like for fences, you look down at the ground and click and your character sticks the log into the ground. <laughs> and then if you want to put a spike on it, you look at it and take your axe and like carve a spike in at the yeah. top. Mm. So it's, it's super detailed. I think it's really cool. I think you're right, though. I think there are some limitations that need to that I hope they work out. Uh, we were playing with Matt Paget, and he spent half of that game just trying to make the perfect roof. Yes. <laughs> and, and then the thing is, is like support is so important. So like you have to have, you have to have support beams. You have to have uh, uh, oh, a, yeah, yeah, called? yeah. It's really cool. So if you want to build a roof, like a, like a support roof, you can't just be like, all right, put the roof on. Right. Yeah, it's not like Minecraft where you can just, so you have to like there. take a log and then like put it at like a, like a, 45 degree angle and mm-hmm. then you take another log and you put it underneath and you like lift it up to make the support and then you so you have to like manually build the support beams first and then remove the logs after you've like properly built in the support the and you have to put like little like struts into like the side to like support things it's really cool is i've never a, seen a game do that it's the forest or is this property bros come on now <laughs> uh, well it's a bit of both <laughs> yeah, shit i mean that, that that sounds that sounds cool though like i don't know it's a cool way to um like, I don't know. Like, I, I like I, I think there are like, games like say Valheim. I think maybe have more flexibility in that you can build more elaborate structures. But this kind of goes the other way, where maybe the structures are more simple, but it feels more like you're actually like, oh, I did this. I did yeah. this. Like, yeah. I had to manually build this thing in a way that is really satisfying to pull off and, mm-hmm. and a lot of fun. And and playing with friends is a lot of fun too, just because it, it 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 feels like a group effort. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm. I'm out chopping, chopping trees down. Matt's working on the roof. Like Jean-Luc is supporting him. We're, we're transferring all these logs over, you know, and like it, I, I love that collaboration that you get with, with this sort of game. I will say, I think this story needs, <laughs> needs a lot. Ooh, yeah. A little bit. Uh, there's some good ideas in the story, but that ending I thought was okay once I like really figured it out and not even really Looked up some lore videos. <laughs> yeah, I, seriously. I watched some lore videos and I was like, okay, I guess that's interesting. Um, and then I think like half the caves on the map are just kind of empty, which yeah. is kind of a bummer. So for those who don't know, one of the big things about the forest is that, uh, so they're, they're above ground. It's this survival crafting game below ground it's a metroidvania style like mm-hmm, exploration right, yeah. that takes place in pitch black you have to make sure you're prepared you have to uh you have to have your friends you have to stick together it's real creepy it looks yeah. great and and this has some of those really good caves that you can get lost in and, and split up from your party but then it also marks some caves on the maps which are just empty you just walk in and it is just one room and you're like okay it feels like the early access part yeah but, but the game also uh, doesn't make it clear because they're still there like i almost wish like you walked in there was a little sign signpost sign yeah, coming, yeah. Soon. <laughs> coming soon in a later update like, i would almost have preferred here. that because it was we had like a uh we were like all right let's go around the whole island and then we had a string of like four caves in a row which yeah. were all just like nothing caves and we're all like damn did we really just do like the whole yeah. game like front half and mm-hmm. the back half so like so that was kind of weird i think i think it's hard because there's no compass in the game, which is kind of annoying. But I think, like, we started in the south side, so we cleared out all the caves on the south side, which were all pretty elaborate and detailed. And then we were like, all right, we still got half this game. We got to go to the north side. 
and every single cave except for I think one was basically empty. Yeah, and and that 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 was kind of disappointing because yeah, I think you're right. Like I, I think with we were expecting a another half of this game that just wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, it felt like we were halfway through the game, and then it turned out we were like basically actually done. basically at the end, and we we're like, oh, okay, and we like ended up beating it that night, and was like, oh, yeah, all right. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I still really like what's there. Also, they added guns in this one, which weren't a thing in the original. Uh, right. Were, were there guns in the original? So there was one gun. It was like, I think it was like a manually, like, okay. Like an old fashioned well, gun. You just straight up get guns. And, uh, dude, it is so satisfying because yeah. enemies will go down in like a headshot. So just like, there's something really, really. Like good good placement yeah i shot this sounds so dark but just like when you when your buddies are getting attacked by like a bunch of cannibals and then you're just like i'll take care of it and you pull out your gun and you just walk up and just like one shot them right in the head and their head just goes they just like fall the fuck down it's so weirdly satisfying and, in a way that's oh. <laughs> and if you have something in your left hand you have the shotgun he like yeah you like one hand like terminator it. style. it's like all right oh, damn, uh, all right uh, there's also <laughs> we were playing with Callie because Callie was like really into the building. She's like, I just want to build the whole time. Uh, and then we got the shotgun and I just see her like blast the shotgun. Dude's head goes flying like 20 feet <laughs> in the air and she just starts giggling and she's like, oh, this is all I'm doing now for the rest of this game. <laughs> oh, it's, it's funny. This is just like it's Animal Crossing and it's Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. She was like, all right, I played Animal Crossing. Now I'm playing Doom. Let's go. <laughs> also, the guns are in like the middle. So it actually kind of has yeah. like a weird doom feel to it. It's really <laughs> those funny. are like the those are the two the two ends of the spectrum for Cali. Yeah. Uh, another thing, it's got a really good song in it. Ooh, is oh. it a licensed song? <laughs> I don't know. It is. It, it. We walked into a cave and there was a radio and it played it nonstop and it was just like, "Hey, you, Mister Funky Shoes," and it just was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is some that?" Shit. It's, really, it just, it's really dumb. It kept going. It's it's really dumb, but I kind of love it, and it's been in my head for for weeks <laughs> so, now. So basically, it started with us being like, "Wow, this is funny," and then we were in that uh that room because there's a 3d printer that you can use which is kind of cool and so we were there for like 10 minutes and we were all like dude we need to turn this fucking song off <laughs> holy shit and then it looped back around to like all right now we can't yeah, stop you, listening to it you went you went through the the <laughs> yeah. phases yeah, of a song exactly. that just never fucking stops it's it, it it's a jam i we don't even know the lyrics because hey you mr funky shoes that's what i heard we thought it was funky shoes matt heard something else that i'm not gonna say on, uh, okay, on the I podcast. Think, yeah, all right yeah, yeah, yeah. uh well i think we heard kung fu shoes at one point yeah yeah kung fu shoes we're I like that's funny shoes but i think on youtube someone said it was called funky shoes funky yeah. shoes okay but but so like he never says <laughs> kung fu shoes but in order to find the song matt googled hey you mr kung fu shoes and he found it so apparently other people also thought that's what it said but what the fuck? it's very yes it's very weird i gotta look this up it, it, it's a poorly mixed song oh yeah it's, also it's, the mix is terrible <laughs> but it's a jam it's a jam <laughs> shit all right yeah it, it uh it gets its hooks in you um yeah. shit but yeah cool. I, I i really like the forest i'm really optimistic for like what we'll see next with it i yeah. think i i one thing you brought up when we were playing is that like it doesn't it doesn't really recapture that mystery that the original had and to right. be fair i don't think it could no we i didn't I, know what we were getting into until we actually played it's extremely it. difficult to do that um but but i think it's still a worthy sequel that i kind of wish i just waited for 1.0 release on 
because mm-hmm. like I, I'm gonna come back to it I think during 1.0 release but I don't think I'm gonna be playing it consistently throughout because I just want to see that whole story put together right. with that whole island that I can explore and, and, and with all of the tools that they're going to eventually add yeah so but we gotta enjoy Calvin our buddy we got to enjoy Kelvin Kelvin um, Kelvin you, so you get this buddy in the game it's actually kind of cool so um this will happen if you play both single player or multiplayer. You get a character named Calvin who is like one of your buddies who um, uh, in the opening plane crash, he essentially goes deaf, right? I think from like an injury. Yeah. And so he can't he can't uh, uh, talk or hear, um, but he's just like dude's like a puppy where he's like, hey, what do you need? I'm here for you. He just Aww. follows you around yeah. and you can like write things on a little notebook and tell him what to do. So you can be like. Calvin, we need some fish. And then that guy will just go collect fish for like the next 12 hours and yeah. just make a pile on the ground for you. Or he'll go <laughs> oh. cut down logs or he'll go follow you. Yeah. Um, yeah. He'll, he'll follow you to the end of the island too. We, we were playing. <laughs> like like literally. <laughs> literally, yes. Yeah. We, we were playing. We like were on the opposite side of our base and we were like in a pretty dangerous area. And way off in the distance I see someone and I was like guys we got we got someone yes. coming for us oh no we gotta be careful everyone's like pulling out their shotguns I'm readying my spear and we're like he's almost here and then just waddles up and it's Kelvin and we're like Kelvin what are you doing here <laughs> he's like hey and he's, just, he's just there and we're like alright well come with us Kelvin <laughs> that's so funny he, he also you can tell him to chop trees for you but if you start building on a tree he won't be able to determine whether or not you built on that tree or not oh. so if you build a, a tree house and tell him to collect wood he'll, fucking... just, he'll take his axe and just chop down your that's tree the end house. of your tree house yeah. <laughs> uh, there's this amazing tiktok of someone like asking calvin to do that and he just goes and cuts down the, <laughs> the tree house and it collapses and then he just turns to the character and gives him a thumbs up <laughs> and you're like calvin i can't be mad at you <laughs> oh can, can he die i don't think so Oh, he can. Oh, he can. I, I, so you get two companions, Kelvin, and there's another companion you get. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that character can die because I played with uh, Dan and Mary and Mike. Mm-hmm. And Dan just murdered this other character wow. because Jesus he was Christ. afraid of her. And I was like, hey, that was one of the people we're looking for. And they're like, well, she's dead now. Well, <laughs> we found, I found her. There goes yeah. the true ending. Um, so I think... I think they're trying to like, I th- I feel like there might be a way to bring those characters back to life, like through some weird shit. But Ooh. I, but I, but I think like, yeah, you can kill them, but you don't really want to because they are kind of critical to the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can still finish it without them, but I think certain endings are locked behind, um, yeah, your relationship with those characters. But yeah, it's a good game. I, I, I recommend it. Uh, like if you really want to get into the forest now, like I, I. I think it's worth it. I think there's enough there, but I think if you enjoyed the first and you're willing to wait, I'd wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you're gonna you're gonna hold out until it's a in a 1.0. Yeah. I mean, we've basically seen what we can from the okay. early access. Right. So. And I'm not really interested in like popping back in for like incremental upgrades. Yeah. I, like I rather like okay, come back when it's fully done, yeah, and there'll like, be like a ton of new stuff. All the caves, like new tools, yeah. uh, new cutscenes. They said they're gonna add more cutscenes too. So there's probably okay. gonna be more. Maybe story that'll stuff. help. Cool. Um, how many hours did you put into it so or like to make it to this point 25 okay 20 hours i think i probably played i my mind skewed because i played a lot solo for a video yeah i feel like for us it was at least 12 to 15 mm-hmm. that's uh, what's up. yeah that's cool 
But I think had those other caves not been empty, we could have easily spent another 15. Totally, hours. yeah. So yeah, I'm excited to see how, how those the full releases. How extensive those, yeah. those yeah, ones are. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Sick. Um what was your what was your Lightfall. You know, oh, we already told him to stop. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, can't. Yeah, told me to stop. No, I, I've actually... I've been, <laughs> I, I do want to hear about it. I've been engaged in conversations about Lightfall, and I've heard oh. various things about it. Yeah, man. Uh, it's been out for a week now. I'm, I'm sure if you've kind of seen the news, you've seen this sort of mixed reception mm-hmm. to the expansion. Um, and yeah, man, I kind of went on my own journey with how I felt about it. I thought I had a really strong start. Like, like first couple missions, I was like, yeah. Let's go. This is great. This is what I want. It's like for context, this is supposed to be the second to last the penultimate, the penultimate chapter, the right? Infinity war, the infinity war. That's the comparison, but it's kind of an app comparison because it, it is like, it's supposed to be the big setup. Right. And, uh, it really does not deliver that yeah. at all. Unfortunately, it, it's I heard. It's a whole lot of nothing. Basically. That's the weird thing is, is, is it feels like nothing happened. So basically, like at the beginning, it's like the the witness who's like the big bad of the Destiny universe. Shouts He's here. Jonathan Blow. Yep, Jonathan Blow's <laughs> the witness is here, and everyone's like, "Dude, fuck that guy. Yeah, get him out of here." Uh, <laughs> he's problematic as hell. Yeah, he's the he's the villain. Wow, shit. That's what's up. Um, so like strong start. Like all right, like this is the thing they've been setting up. Like like uh, the this war is here now that they've been like teasing for you know all these years, and. Then it's like, okay, we have to go to Neomuna, which is like this ancient human city that's <laughs> ancient been... Ancient 80s town. Yes, ancient 80s human city that's been, uh, that was untouched by the the collapse. And, and you have to go there because you need to find the veil, which is like mm-hmm. the game's MacGuffin, right? Yeah. And you're like, what's the veil? Ooh, okay. Uh, you do not fucking find out know. what the veil is. Yeah. They do not tell you. And, and I think that's kind of like the the... Like Bungie said, like, hey, like, you know, uh, they put on uh, like a little blog update where they kind of talked about the game and they sort of like slightly hinted that like they could tell people were, were disappointed and they were like, Shit, that's got to suck, man. Do you I, think it some does. of that stuff could be answered through their like uh, seasonal seasonal stuff. missions? So that's what they said. They basically said, hey, like, you know, this was just the start of Lightfall of the final story. And, you know, it's we're going to have continue more updates throughout yeah, the rest of yeah. the year. And. Like, yeah, like, that's how Destiny's been working, right? Like, the seasons do keep evolving the story. Like, you you kind of can't just go from, like, expansion to expansion. You sort of have to play or at least know what happened in the seasons because mm. that stuff does happen. But I need the story in Lightfall to be, like, its, it's own satisfying yeah. story. It's and a major expansion. It's a major yeah. expansion. Like, stuff should happen. And, like, if if you set up at the beginning, hey, we need to go get this MacGuffin, and Egg you McGuffin. don't even explain yeah. what that thing is. Have that for breakfast. It's like, you're just like, well, why, why do I even care? Yeah. Like, what, what am I doing? What's the point here? Like, you know, a lot of people have said this, but like, this was the moment where destiny needed to start providing answers instead of more questions, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's already enough questions about what's going on <laughs> and motivations yeah. and characters. And people were like, let's go. And then they're like, we're pretty much not going to explain anything and we're just going to we're ju- we're just, just going to do shit do shit and and a, a lot of the story ends up being like based around earning the new subclass strand strand which like strand as a you'll know, talk about more but like the gameplay of strand is great like it's a t- it's a super fun subclass grappling rounds great like there there's a lot of great potential with like builds and stuff but the actual like 
needing to spend that much time in the story, like just trying to earn this subclass feels like I was just like, Oh, I don't really care about this. Like, uh, just like move on. Like, I, like, yeah, yeah I'm going to get strand. Cool. Like whatever. Like I care about other things. And, and, and it's a shame because it like for, you know, as much as that campaign, like it, it's not like it's a short campaign. It's a pretty meaty. It's about as long as the witch queen was, but it, says barely anything and and it feels like why am i wasting this time on strand why aren't you telling me answers about this why aren't you developing callus more who's the villain which uh he's had the potential to be a really great villain because he's been in the destiny story for a while and he kind of just does nothing the whole story yeah. and so it feels like that man like you wasted him as a as a potential really cool villain so it just the whole thing fell really flat and it felt like a lot of wasted potential yeah and, uh, you know, the story in destiny is, is a really big part about why I care about that game. Like, I don't think if I didn't like the story, I wouldn't play it. So like that kind of it hurts colored, a little bit, right? Yeah, it, yeah. You know, kind of, a, even though I think the actual mechanics and the new additions in this expansion are actually really, really good, you know, like it's hard to kind of care when, yeah, when you're you not giving that. me a good motivation. Yeah. Right? I need that context. Mm -hmm. for reason why. Damn. I can't imagine if I got a final fantasy 14 expansion and the story, like if the story was on tell, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Do you know how hurt I would be? Yeah. I would be so fucking hurt by that. Thankfully, I've never been hurt by final <laughs> fantasy 14 because it has only made me feel better about life. Uh, one yeah. expansion after the other. Uh, but if like the next one came out, which is going to come out next year, man, if that, if like half that thing was disappointing, I would be fucking sad. Yeah, man, that was me last week. Yeah. I was sad. And, and uh, like, you know, I want to like speculate like what happened. Cause like, who knows, but it, it's, it's, it's just kind of bizarre because it feels like, like destiny's always had sort of issues with storytelling in the past but there was a moment where like they figured it out and we were all like cool like you guys figured it out you know what you're doing and they were pretty much like solid on that since then so it feels really weird for them to suddenly like fall back fall back now and it's like the worst time to do it mm. like this if this expansion was like three or four years ago i think people would have kind of been like ah whatever just another okay-ish kind of whatever story pretty good gameplay but like now with like the bar being much higher and also yeah. being the penultimate chapter it's like dude this was not the time and i also <laughs> sure. i also think it was like a good opportunity to get new people in right like uh -huh. in the same way that like you know when when uh infinity war came out like a lot of people saw that movie probably people who hadn't necessarily kept up with marvel because they were like oh i, I want to see how this this thing ends yeah. right like it's, it's this big thing so i think remember the day uh life all launched i saw a lot of people on twitter being like oh this is should i get back into destiny because it was like you know you're kind of feeding off that hype of people being excited and i already and installed feeling, it yeah and then i uninstalled it yeah Damn. lucy and lucy and tam were like oh man should i play it and yeah. at first it's like yeah I and then it. i uninstalled it and i reinstalled 14 yes i gotta finish heaven's ah, race. i was gonna say, I was <laughs> gonna say yes in the so war like, between I, destiny and, yeah, and the, final the fantasy 14 final fantasy 14 wins again Bye bye bye, clean clean thirteen rounds. Mm -hmm. Easy. Yeah. Oh man. Well, well. By the time this this podcast goes up, you're going to be raiding. I'm going to be raiding. Yeah. I'm hoping the raids really good. Raids are pretty much always good, so I, I have high hopes. Um, you know that that'll be good. Um, and and 
you know, like I said, the actual mechanical like additions to this game are really good. Like Strand's yeah. great. That Strand stuff looks cool. Strand stuff's super fun. It's it's a it's a really really cool subclass. Um, the uh, kind of re they redid all like the way sort of like mods and, and crafting and yeah. build crafting works in. I've seen some uh, kind of like veteran players complain that it's like maybe a little too simple now, but I do think the way they redesigned it. Uh, just makes a lot more sense and mm-hmm. it's it's it makes it more approachable where you can like as a new player sit down and like sure maybe you need to go watch like a YouTube video but like you'll be like oh okay like this makes sense I understand yeah. and you can like start theory crafting like oh if I put this together and this together I can do this and so I, I think like as a foundation for like just making the game more enjoyable great they also bumped the difficulty of the game overall so it's a little bit okay. harder um in a way that i think is is more fun because that game's kind of had an issue where like like a power creep problem where you just keep getting more and more powerful and it feels like the game can't keep up so everything was like <laughs> yeah kind of too easy and and so i i appreciate that they sort of bumped the difficulty up overall uh-huh. for the game um yeah man despite despite being a negative on that story i'm still playing a lot of it um yeah, add a lot of cool stuff. New weapons. They just put out a exotic quest, which is like probably the coolest stuff Destiny always does, mm-hmm. where it's like these, um, uh, like really really involved uh, levels that involve usually like a mix of uh, very difficult like enemy encounters with uh, some fun like puzzle solving, kind of like mini raids that you sort of just figure out yourself that you can play by yourself. Um, and usually sometimes they'll like tell you that they're putting it and other times they're like a secret that you have to find. They just like stealth drop it, which I think is always like the coolest shit destiny does is when they just put a thing in the game and they don't tell anyone. (laughs) It's like that happened. We're like, you know, obviously people figured it out like really quick, but, um, like they did that the other day and you get a a really cool, uh, weapon called Vexcalibur and like the whole thing is, uh, is like you you going into like a computer simulation. So it's got like a Tron vibe and it's got like a, uh, it's based on like King Arthur mythology and stuff. Okay. (laughs) It's cool. It's cool. It's uh, (laughs) I was like, man, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is the good shit. This is the shit I like. So like, you know, like, yeah, it's not like, but Bungie still got it. The game's still good. It's just, you know, yeah, I don't want to have one of that narrative. I, uh, I, I mean, I, I joked about uninstalling it. Like I think talking, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I kind of did, but but I think talking to you at lunch. You either ins- you keep yeah, it installed or stop front. But after talking to you at lunch, were you like, well, since you don't care about the story, you might actually enjoy it because they've made a lot of smart mechanical changes that I think like people who aren't invested in the story might appreciate. And I was thinking about it. It's like, yeah, I mean like. I was enjoying when we played Witch Queen. Didn't give a fuck about the story. Sure, not gonna give a fuck about. And that the was story when that's when the story was good. <laughs> so I might enjoy it because, like, I like to me, it's all nonsense. You know, yeah. like you could be like, "This is exactly what we've been waiting for." And I'd be like, "Well, I don't know what that means <laughs> because I don't have any <laughs> <Yeah>. context." <laughs> but like, so, so that's kind of why I, I I do. I also told you during lunch, I do really want to do a raid day one one of these days. Oh uh, uh, yeah, raiding day one. And I, and I think yeah. Lightfall, I would have done it. Uh, if not, you know, fucking 20 games released yeah. the week leading up to it. Not I a great time if you're someone whose job it is to play a bunch of games. <laughs> yeah. So so I'm hoping next year it'll be a little clearer and then I will like jump in right on launch day and play through um, that. So I, so I can be raid ready because that seems fun. Like yeah. the only time I've ever been raid ready was the first Destiny 2 
raid and I oh, wasn't yeah. in the country, so I didn't get oh, to Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that was cool. We did that in the office, I remember. Yeah. That was oh, fun. yeah. He was like Ben, Callie, you, yeah, or some shit. Aaron's couple other people i think we all just like booked up meeting room yeah and i think put we your like PS4s. a bunch of ps4s in the meeting room that was Fucking fun nerds I, I know bungie has been like we don't really want to do a destiny 3 at this point but i really think they should like i another start from scratch i mean i yeah, don't know I mean, like it's... I, I don't i'm not familiar enough with the game to say whether or not you know but like as someone on the outside who really wants to get into destiny I feel like a Destiny three would probably be the only thing that would get me really into yeah. well, it. Well, they have, uh, they have, they said they have uh, their ultimate expansions after Lightfall, right? Well, yeah, yeah they, they, they said there's going to be some sort of conclusion. Yeah, yeah. So the the next year's expansion, the Final Shape, is the conclusion of the the current storyline. You could kind of equate it to like Endwalker, sort yes, of in the same yeah, way, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. but, but they have said are like still thinking it'll be. They'll still just continue Destiny well, But they have pretty much said, like, Destiny will continue after that. They haven't explicitly said, like, what that means. Yeah. So, like, there's room for interpretation. That said, like, the fact that they are doing things like overhauling the mod system. They're working on, like, a brand new, like, LFG system that's coming out later Let's this year. Let's fucking go! <laughs> that's all stuff that involves a lot of work. And I'm like, that's not the kind of thing that you, like heavily put your resources into a game that you're planning Unless, to like yeah. stop supporting after a year yeah. like you don't do Ooh. that you know what i mean that just doesn't make sense yeah, so it feels mean. like they're gonna keep the game I, going I, but i wonder if they would do like a bigger refresh I, maybe like a visual refresh or something like i don't yeah. know still, still looks great, I, I, I guess it, i mean it does phrase it then like i, I hope that destiny 3.0 destiny mm. 2 3.0 whatever right. the fuck it is i just hope <laughs> that I hope there's enough of a, a clean slate there where I can actually get invested in that story because I want to like I I imagine that that's probably their thinking. They yeah. probably do feel like from a story perspective, like obviously like the, the universe continues on. There's like certain lore, but as far as like a, a fresh conflict with like, you know, characters, yeah. I would I would hope that's what they would. I think they need that, especially when you consider the fact that like some of that story is fucking gone. You know, like vaulted. So like you yeah, can, man, like, with, with, can't defend that. With unfortunately, fourteen. As much as I, as miserable as I am when I play through a Realm Reborn. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> this motherfucker. Uh, oh my god. Uh, like at least it's there, so I have the context. I can see it. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I can experience it. But with Destiny, it's like, oh, but part of the story just doesn't exist. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I have to watch you and and let <laughs> me tell you, I'm not gonna watch someone play through Destiny expansions no, on sir. YouTube no, sir. to figure out the story. I mean, to be fair, I don't think you that. need to watch someone play through. You just need someone to, like, basically give you, like, a, a brief still, summary. That, that but feels but, like cheating. But it's not, it's not the way you want to experience yeah. it, right? Like, you know. Y'all should fight. Yeah. I'll fight both of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in this fight. <laughs> if I, I said a Realm Reborn. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, oh, yeah, fuck that shit. I'm, I'm, jump, I'm jumping with him, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I agree, because it's like, <laughs> you know, I can I can sit here and be like, you know, for example, the the current uh, seasonal story is, you know, building off of like these characters that they've been like continuing and that stuff's pretty good. And I'm enjoying that. But it's like, you're not going to have any context for who yeah. like Crow and Mithrax is like, I'm just saying gibberish to you. Right. Like, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. And you can't really go back and experience it. It's like and and I think like the way they're telling it is cool. Like that whole idea of like the serialized like almost comic booky kind of like week to week, like mm -hmm. narrative build is a cool thing that like you don't see many games do. And I think there's a lot of value in that. But the fact that that stuff isn't archived, it's like if you wanted to get into like a comic book, but like after a year they burned like 
like every oh, copy issue, of the previous yeah. issues Volumes four through six no and, longer exists so and you just have all. to go find some guy on youtube who like read who it all explain and it explained it yeah. and i'm yeah. like you can't defend that shit yeah. like i it, game development's hard i understand from like a resource intensive like the way like there's certain technical limitations for like why they do that but like it's yeah. not yeah. with space right like they literally cannot yeah. make a game file that big 300 right? gigabyte downloads like, yeah. i'm sure yeah, i'm sure no. bungie like the people there probably like agree with all of that they're like i'm sure they oh, yeah. want to keep yeah. all that stuff in the game but like they just can't and, yeah. and we t- i think we talked about a couple <sighs> weeks ago where like you reach a like kind of like a, a, a critical mass where it's like I we just need to put it, we're gonna put out the new content we don't have the resources mm-hmm. or time to go back and kind of rethink what we have built we just have to work with what we ended up yeah totally with. um and like yeah like Destiny two is but that's why I'm looking forward to a refresh because like it yeah. seems like they've learned yeah. so many lessons and they are like and a clean slate would do that clean slate would be like it was like. I know they are capable of telling these good stories through everyone saying how good they are. It's but just, I'm just that they're, too late. yeah, it's just I'm, that I'm they're burdened late, yeah. by having to carry the weight of everything that came yeah. before, like uh-huh. came before the moment they figured it out. Yeah. And I think that that's the thing about like why MMORPGs in 14, because that game was built from day one. Like this, we're going to build this for the future. Yeah. Like yes. When it comes to gameplay, we have a mathematical system in place so that we don't have power creep and everyone understands how gear works. We're going to build a, a linear story that is going to build a, upon itself in some really smart ways. We're going to think two steps ahead, but we're never going to f- forget about where like two steps behind. So yeah. um, they had that foundation from the start and it feels like Destiny 2 figured that out while it was in the middle of yeah. building just, that. Yeah, being. And, yeah, and I mean, it took was, them like a couple of years to even like call it an MMO to like straight up admit like it's like kind a, of an MMO. Yeah. Like it's an MMO. And like before they, can, they didn't want to say that because well, yeah. that was. I mean, when Destiny 2 came out, that was an Acti- Activision still owned Bungie, right? Or yeah, like yeah. at least or, had that, that publishing deal with Bungie. Yeah, exactly. And, and there was supposed factors. to be a Destiny 3 with more expansions following that. But when they severed themselves, they were like, okay, well, yeah. we're not doing a Destiny 3. Which yeah. is good for them. Great. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a, like, a, like a refresh you said would also divorce them from the things that they had to put up with when yeah. they were a part of Activision. I think that's um maybe that's not something to underestimate in terms yeah. of like just like burdened by the the things that they ended up with so but yeah maybe maybe that's in the plans i don't know i think uh bungie's in a really interesting spot where they have a really good product but yeah um owned by sony and they're owned by sony now oh which shit that's right interesting yeah, but, it's it's, it's yeah. yeah to be fair like they don't come across like they're owned by sony yeah, it doesn't seem like they're being pushed in a certain direction who knows maybe that'll change in the Is future the xbox version buggy no, pretty good. Are you playing on Xbox? No, I'm playing, playing on PC. PC. I'm yeah. playing on PC. PCs, you 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 got to play that game on PC. Um, Damn. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, sorry, Jim Ryan or whoever the Xbox Jimothy versions Ryan. still good. Did you did you hear about this, Michael? Yeah, what uh, Jimothy Ryan was, was texting people about. was saying that like if Microsoft owns Activision, they're gonna make Call of Duty buggy on PlayStation, so yeah. PlayStation users have a worse <sighs> experience. That dude. dude just be saying shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think he straight up even said, like, I'm going to do whatever I can to stop this. <laughs> that like, that dude is. That's probably that what he's paid is. to do. I well, sure. Yeah. I mean, he's probably. I hate that he said that. Even if he doesn't believe it, like, you have just, like, put, the fanboys. You've just put that in that kernel in everyone's into mind. everyone's mind. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if there's even a single fucking bug in the next Call of Duty or whatever. The Sony fanboys are gonna freak the fuck out about it. Yeah, and the, like the Sony ponies in the Xbox, uh, hard at war. That should be the next expansion. Should be a parallel to the console wars. Man, 
Shit. Well, damn. You hate to see it. Congrats or sorry that happened to you. <laughs> well, that, that shit. I <laughs> that's how I feel about death. When like big destiny things happen, I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy for y'all or sorry that happened. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So I guess we're sorry that happened. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm, um, I'll report back next week on how the raid went. How the raid went. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. I like, uh, I like doing I, that's the that's definitely the, just the part that I have the most fun with is just like that raids are dope the yeah raids are dope you know and uh, yeah I'd, I'd I'd like to do that one with you sometime Jake Aww. Michael if you ever want to I, I did Vault of Glass day one Destiny one oh man. there you go I'm an, I, I am an OG dog dude like, Vault I, dude Vault of Glass is like dude that that's uh that's that's baby shit now like oh dude, yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'm that sure. thing's I, easy <laughs> as fuck I did Vault of Glass but not day one I, I did do that one uh, at the time Vault of Glass was like whoa yeah 2014 I bought a white PS4 with Destiny with Destiny, Destiny one yeah, 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 yeah. bundled I played that shit loot caves and everything mm-hmm. man you know the vibes oh I remember the loot cave oh yeah yeah she was stupid they made a whole uh they made a storyline they, they made from that right they made a yeah. storyline from it and then recently they did a dungeon where you go to the loot cave and then it turns into an entire cave with like a pirate themed like treasure hunt dungeon. Oh right, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. It's actually really fun. I was yeah. like, that's a, that's a, that's cute. That's cool. That's yeah, cute. they can really can play around with those. Bungie's things. good at that kind of stuff. They are. They're, they're like, really, they're really they, good at they, that they, stuff. They're very. I feel like they understand what the community wants in terms of like inside jokes, and they usually deliver. Yeah, on they don't take themselves even serious. back to Halo. Like all the inside jokes in Halo were so much fun. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, dude, they put the they put the Halo One pistol in Destiny Two. Yeah. Oh shit! It's like a it's like an exotic gun, and like when you find it, you find like a cryopod, and they're like, oh, there's some sort of ancient warrior who fell through a wormhole of like some other dimension, <laughs> wow, wow, yeah, and, yeah. and he's dead. <laughs> but here's <laughs> the gun. And it's like, <laughs> 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 and I'm like, dude, oh, oh, that's, that's good shit. That's funny. Ooh, all right. Is that it? Is that all I we got? That's it. Is that everything that's, we're talking about? Video games. End Hell it. yeah! Yep, let's yep. end this stuff. So thank you all for tuning in to mm-hmm. GameSpot After Dark episode one hundred and eighty-three. Eighty-four. Uh, is it eighty-four? Eighty-three was last week. <gasps> I said eighty-three no, at the beginning. Oh no! They're Shoot. gonna be confused. No one's gonna know. Yeah. Oh man, damn! Shit. We gotta restart. Oh, you're right. Run it back. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, bit of housekeeping. Still working on. Um, testing out live for getting this together um mm-hmm. ideally i'd like to do it next week uh i do think it's going to kind of depend on like uh other factors of like busyness because it's it's man dude it's getting heck of busy got some, got yeah, some, we also need people to come to the office we which, do need people shit, to come I'll to the office you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i had i had some people who are normally on this podcast tell me they might come in next thursday so oh i'm gonna God. hold that uh, to them yeah. but we'll see uh, but either I'll way, hold that to them, hold them to that, hold them to that. But no matter what, we'll be here in your ears every Friday as it is, sir. Uh, Michael, yo, thanks for, thanks for coming by. <laughs> you know me, man. You can always count on me coming through. Eat your snacks, drink your drinks, <laughs> talk shit on the microphones. Hell yeah. You know, the vibes, mm-hmm. Jake, thanks for coming. Yeah, I'm not asking for your guys. Everyone knows your handles. Everyone, yeah, everyone knows your handles. We don't need y'all know anymore. where to find me. Yeah, it's and all your bullshit. Yeah, and all of my bullshit. <laughs> At Michael Behind on Twitter. Actually, I want to plug. Okay, uh, Left Behind Game Club with uh, Jacob oh, McCourt. Jacob McCourt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a, we have an episode going up on. I don't think it's next week. I think it's the week. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, it's the week after. But anyway, we cooked that one up. Talk about 
Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, hell yeah. So, Jacob, if you're listening to this, good shit, man. That was a ton of fun. So look look out for that. Absolutely. Jacob McCourt, uh, one of our wonderful mods on our Discord. Yeah. Which, uh, if you haven't been in there already, uh, you can hit us up on uh, the socials and uh, we'll get you in there. Uh, and yeah, man, it's all good. Uh, enjoy your week, everyone. Enjoy that Resident Evil demo if you haven't checked it out yet. And uh, have a wonderful weekend. Peace. Bye-bye.